Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, you know, I hope, I hope this is the right place for you. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, press play. We're going to do the rest. And what is the rest? Well, it's a trending Twitter Tuesday, so we're going to tell a story based on what's trending on Twitter. But before I tell that story, in a way, when I'm telling that story, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's racing through your mind, running through your mind. Uh, you know, it's got you worried, concerned, afraid, angry disenchanted whatever the rain whether it's a rainbow of feelings a double rainbow of feelings uh whether it's a monochrome or panatone whatever however you choose to describe your feelings in a you know using a color-based feeling system uh cbfs as we say in the uh imaginary uh (laughs) Uh, pot, you know, am I, uh, well, um, as I say right now, color-based feeling system. Whatever it is, I'm going to distract you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell a tale. I'm going to tell a story and try to distract you from all that stuff that's going through your brain that's got, that's got you tossing and turning. And all, all you need to do is lie back, snuggle up, pull up the covers or pull them down, depending on your room temperature, your, you know, your comfort level. Get comfortable is what I'm saying. You know, get in, in the most calmest way possible. Just tell those voice, hey, I'm going to give this guy, hey, I'm listening to you guys carp on about, uh, uh, you know, all this stuff I'm supposed to do or that I haven't done or the decisions I should have made or shall be making. Or whatever it is you're you're, you're poking me about, I'm, I'm, hey guys, I'm gonna listen to this other guy. He's talking too. He he seems to be talking. Uh, uh, he's kind of talking about stuff that's uh, not related to me, and, and kind of mildly has my attention, but not a, a hold on it. But you know, if you guys don't mind quieting down, I'm gonna listen to him. And just kind of tune into what he's saying, as opposed to what you you're you're all saying. I know I know you guys are trying to help me fix my problems by making them uh, seem you know impossible. Whatever your guys' strategy to help you know, get me to work on this stuff. Uh, right now, I just want to get some sleep. I'm beat. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. So I'm just gonna listen to this guy. And meanwhile, uh, I'm gonna be just talking, just like I am now. About in some sense, I'm talking about you. And you're saying, well, this guy really takes his sweet time. It's like he's on a tractor to nowhere. Uh, I mean, the tractor is going, clearly he's going somewhere. But I can't see how he's going to reach a destination in any reasonable amount of time. And he doesn't see, he doesn't see, he just has this look on his face like he doesn't actually have a destination. But, you know, no one goes from point A to point uh, non, no, nay, you know, usually you go from point B, A to B, or A to B to C, or A, and then back to A. I don't know where this guy's going. Maybe he doesn't know, but maybe I can take a break. He, he's not hyper-engaging. 
He's not uh, meta-engaging because he he, he he admitted about 20 episodes ago he didn't know what meta meant. He meant it uh, when he said it. And ideally, you just listen to that. Now, it'll go into more of a story-based uh, thing. It won't, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's not going to get any more. Uh, it won't be any heavy-lifting story, though. You'll say, oh, this is kind of not bad. Uh uh, but you're, you're not going to say, well, I, I'm not going to sleep now that this guy is talking about uh, riding a tractor to nowhere. So that's it. You listen to me. Don't think about what's running through your brain. You know, say, hey, guys, I'll listen to you later. If this, And, and ideally, you'll just listen to me, and then you'll say, well, you know what? I'm going to close my, you know, I'm going to, his voice is kind of drifting off in the background. Is he doing that or is my mind doing that? Is he still speaking in sentences or is he just speaking in all nouns or all verbs? I can't tell anymore if, uh, he, you know, where the periods end and where the semicolons begin. And hopefully, before you know, you won't even be analyzing it that in depth. You'll just be asleep and then you'll say, oh, well, I did fall asleep to that podcast. I had a dream I was a pineapple under the sea. Oh, no, wait, that was a, that was a kid's car. I started playing the cartoons as SpongeBob. But, hey, you know, that then I was, you know, had a little dream about SpongeBob. And then I woke up. So uh, that's it. We're a podcast. The attempt is to help you fall asleep. Uh, a lulling, uh, boring, meandering, distracting podcast to distract whatever's going through your brain. That's it. We're on the www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. We're on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. Facebook, you can comment on the website. love to hear from you. You know, love to hear your stories. I've heard some unbelievable stories in the past week or two. So this podcast does help some people. I hope it helps you. And if it doesn't, I'm sorry because I've been through the uh, struggle. The past two weeks I haven't slept that great. I'll be honest with you. Uh, so I hope I help you fall asleep. And if you, if you say, hey, what can I do? You you help me fall asleep. What can I do? Well, one thing you could do that would help you and in some sense help me is subscribe to the podcast, whether you subscribe in iTunes or in another podcatcher. The nice thing about subscribing is the podcast comes to you. Your podcatcher will download it. And then it's just there for you. The latest, most of them download the latest episode, you know, Figure out your data and all that. But that's nice. I mean, for the podcast I listen to, I say, oh, there it is. Boom. I hit, I, I start listening to it, and I wonder why the hell, what the hell, you know, why all these other, I'd say, why, why, why can't I do this with everything I consume? But that's the thing. If you subscribe to the podcast, then people be like, oh, people like the iTunes or whoever the hell else is doing it, Pocket Cast, Stitcher. They'll say, oh, people are subscribing to this thing. Let's recommend it to some other people through, uh, you know, our computer stuff. So that's it. And if you listen on iTunes, you can take the time to review and rate us. I'd appreciate that wholeheartedly. It'll help increase our profile, help other people find the podcast, and maybe help them fall asleep. So I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Uh, thank you. So I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who does our music. He's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. Check it out, soundslikeanearful.com, or on iTunes. 
Uh, I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer who are responsible for our iconic artwork and our icons and our artwork. Uh, thank you. I want, guys, I want to thank everyone that came to the meetup. I, I don't know. I was like, should I name the people that came to the meetup? Well, you know, privacy, not privacy. Uh, so I don't want to, I, I don't know. Uh, but, but. Uh, we had a handful of people uh, who were there. Oh, jeez, I don't know what to say about the meetup. It went, uh, I was so wrong about, I mean, well, I guess I wasn't wrong because this is like goes to like why can't we fall asleep or why can't some of us fall asleep or what's going through our minds or what's going through my mind, I guess. Why am I trying to make it about the us instead of them? But, you know, I said, oh, boy, this is going to be awkward. I don't know how to so deal with people. And what if people have expectations? And uh, and, then I'm, and what if I let them down? Or what if it's I'm scared, basically. I said, well, geez, I'm scared. And and, and this is not um an over-dramatization. And then I'll get into, like, just say, saying how wonderful it was. But I said to myself... Uh, there's this voice in my head, many, many voices, but there's this one version. Maybe some people are familiar with it. it it's not a weir- weird. I, I said, well, this is this is a new way of looking at it, a familiar. But it says, you know, there's a part of me that's like, oh, you, you know, you can't handle these expectations. Oh, you're going to mess this up. Or, oh, this is, you, you're, you, whatever, be afraid, be very afraid, that voice. But then there was this other voice in there that I've always had. But I said, well, you're different than that guy who said, like, this is impossible. Uh, you having a meetup, you having a podcast, that's impossible. You're, but it's delusional. You're in some sort of delusional state about this podcast. doesn't really exist. doesn't really say that, but that's what I infer from it. it says, well, so it said to me, this is impossible, you having a meetup and meeting people from not – not based on, but weirdly, not based on my self-worth or self-esteem or reality. Just like this is an impossible thing. Now, I don't know if anybody can relate to that or not. And it's tough for me to put it in. This is why I tell strange stories. Because it's tough for me to enunciate or whatever, give insight to this. Because it is a mysterious thing. I can't quite pin it down. But this voice says, this isn't going to happen. And not because something bad was going to happen. I mean, those are other voices, believe me. It said this just isn't possible. And I said, and and then it goes with all those feelings of like, oh, okay, maybe you're right. This is an impossible thing. I can't do this. I'm incapable of it. But it's a little bit easier if it's like, oh, it's because you're saying I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm not able to do it because of some issue that, you know, some mess I've made or because I can't, you know, my social. But this is more of a a, a solid, concrete thing. This just isn't going to happen. You're not capable of having a meetup and, and it's impossible. More of a, like a, a hardcore realist. Kind of, and this is just me trying to summarize it on the fly. And I said, well, well, I scheduled a meetup. There, there's a few, a few people that are coming that RSVP'd, and uh, I, I don't really want to let them down. I said, I'm going to be there, uh, and I'd like to try. And I said, well, okay, you, you go ahead with that delusion. But this, I'm just letting you know, realist city here ain't going to happen. And you know, even even though it's a really small thing, I'm sure there's probably some successful people that listen to this podcast. Probably most of you, your lives 
you've had varying ups and downs. So just going to meet a, you know, a handful of people at a, a flea market that, are, that listen to the podcast that already are predisposed to like me, that that's impossible. And I said, well, you know, maybe maybe it is. I, I don't even know how I met. I said, well, I, I'm going to do it anyway. I guess if it's impossible, I'll find out the hard way. I don't know. It was really, it was a tiny breakthrough, I guess. Just like when you're like, oh, boy, I finally got seven hours of sleep. I don't know, and I'm not patting myself on the back because it wasn't like I overcame this voice. or But I then I wonder, well, has some seed been planted? But this maybe is like a relatable thing. I don't know if there's other things going on with you guys. And I guess it hurts a little bit because you just say, well, it's just not that big a deal. Why are you telling me it's impossible and that I can't do it? Uh, it's just getting on a bus and going to a flea market and say, say you know, these are nice people probably. It ended up they were nice people. Uh, I, I don't understand, and then it just makes you feel a little bit bad about yourself, and then maybe you don't do it, which is usually, that's how I've lived my life up until this point, uh, mostly. So I don't know if there's some tiny thing that seems impossible to you, but I hope that uh, by me, and it's not an insignificant thing, that's the same thing with not being able to sleep, to say, oh, you, what do you mean? You can't, can't, like, people can't even relate to it, a lot of people, they say, what do you mean you can't go to a meetup? This is how many people are going to be there? Eight hundred? No, no, just a, just a few, you know, listeners. Well, why can't you? What, what do you mean you can't go to? What, what the hell's wrong with you? Hey, just go, tough it out, or think of roses. Pretend you're smelling roses, and you'll be fine. And it's like, well, I guess you don't get it. And I guess the thing is, I don't really get it either. So I'm just talking. Uh, but the thing about the meetup was the people that were there. Every single one of you, if you're hearing this, I want to thank you intensely. Uh, I think uh, I, 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 I don't have a way to direct message two of you, uh, but I'll, I'm still like, well, maybe I figure out a way. So maybe by the time you hear this, I already got a hold of you. Maybe not. So just in case, I want to thank each and every one of you so much for coming. It meant so much to me. You're part of something. A seed was planted, and you were one of the people you know, involved in the, uh, you know, the, you know, the big seed planting ceremony. So thank you for being there and everybody else listening. It turns out, I said this, I, I think I put it on Twitter last night, like uh, people, it's like, okay, you know, my interactions with you guys, all positive. They say, wow, these are great people. The flesh and blood version is, I was like, holy crap, what a group. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to take away from the magic. But just, jeez, boy, oh, man. That's what I have to say about it. The good jeez. Oh, jeez. The good one. Can you can you feel me smiling? I'm smiling right now. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, the man with no bliss is smiling. And then what other meetup is under the ass of a statue? We were literally under a statue's ass. A naked statue. Really cool statue. Uh, nude, which is, you know, for our podcast, probably, you know, benefit, you know, or, not, you know, nude, but made of wire and iron. So that's it. I want to thank everybody for coming to the podcast. Uh, we're going to move anyone in the Bay Area and beyond. I got an idea, but I I'm, I'm, I used up too much time there gushing. So I'll, I'll get to the future podcast meetups and uh, interconnected not meetup non-meetup service day that we're going to start doing here down the road 
But I said, thank you for coming, everybody that came to the meetup. Thank you for everyone that sent their well wishes on Facebook who knew I was worried or said, hey, I wish I could be there or, hey, nice shirt or, hey, nice beard or, uh, hey, you have a cheekbone. Thank you. Uh, you guys are wonderful. I mean, I don't know. Jeez, that's all I got to say. I'm smiling again. I'm smiling. My dog's going to start hopping. What the hell's wrong with you? Why are you smiling? All right, let's bounce over to the other thank yous. I want to thank uh, over on the iTunes reviews. Rack Roller says we're interesting, boy, interestingly boring. Keep up the good work. And they say, hey, these five-star reviews are no joke. Skeptics or whatever. Uh, so that's always a nice thing. And then, uh, eat it, Jud. Edit, 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 Jud. Edit, JD. Something's happening here. It's weird and it works. Something's happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. That's weird because I just said it. There's a man with a podcast at a, over, under a statue over there. He's feeling uncomfortable, but there's no need to beware. Uh, somebody say, stop, hey, what's that sound? It's a podcast that drones on going round and round. <laughs> Thank you for your review. Eat it, eat it, eat it. Eat it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I want to thank uh, Chrissy R. for the email. Marcus for the email. Man, a life-changing email for me. Uh, Kelly R., over on Twitter, Swaroop, uh, R, Victoria, Kevin, then Geeky Girl, Andy, Jeremy, Libby, Kathy, Poe, uh, Laura and Julie both commented about the grape nuts over on Facebook. I had some nice posts from Joseph K, KJ, Sharna, Julie, Shabby, and, uh, you know, like I said, all of you that commented on the, uh, meetup day so thank you all thank you for listening and uh, honestly thank you for being being yourselves uh uh it's like geez man all this uh what did i call what uh, what is that called hyper awareness hyper vigilance maybe i don't know how many of you outside are hyper vigilant and i don't even like i'm not hyper vigilant i'm not hyper vigilant my behavior if observed as a you know would be like, well, geez, you're practicing a hell of a lot of, you know, as an outsider, people say, well, geez, that guy's got some serious. I don't know. Do you have, can you have hypervigilant HVD, hypervigilance disorder? Uh, or is that an STD? HV, oh, no, it's HPV. Um, so, do I have both? Um, so, yeah, but. Uh, what was I saying? It was like, okay, well, geez, is it, that's why they say it's hypervigil. It was like, geez, well, can I lower it to, uh, can I have some super vigilance? Is that lower than hyper? Some, uh, what's super, yeah, trans, trans vigilance. Maybe I could get down one day to trans vigilance just from you guys being you. So thanks, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Oh, wait, guys. So thanks, and let's get on to the show. Uh, so, hey, as it's trending Twitter Tuesday, uh, just before I uh, hit play, I, I got my Twitter trends going. It'll be a little different because uh, it uh, they changed around, you know, how they did. I was complaining about it. But, we, you know, we got to roll with it. We'll have to make the most of it. I was able to find the trends. 
They're a little more elaborated than normal. It will be a bit different, different than Reddit, I guess. You know, people change, social networks change. Hey, you, you got, well, I guess that's the number one trend today, too. Anyway, not important. I guess it is probably important to be people involved, but you know, you can't can't fixate on it. I guess it's uh, you know, the easiest way to do it is to accept change or to go. Maybe it's avoid change. Maybe there's making change. There's time to change. It's time to rearrange. Uh, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. You know, I'm asking him to change his ways. No message. Could have been any clearer. If you want to wake the world a better place, table yourself and make a change. You got to get it right while you got it the times. Because if you close your ears, then you close your your mind. That's right. Uh, man in the mirror. I guess I'm buying all the time here because I'm, I'm believe it or not, I'm lightheaded. And normally, I'm not a person that gets light of head. I mean, I don't know if I'm lightheaded. I'm more. I have a head buzz. Uh, I don't know if it was you know some sort of. Uh, Unhealthy eating, probably. Sugar, I had some root beer and a little Caesar's pizza. And I said, I got to get this uh, podcast going. And I went from a cold. So it's cold here for the Bay Area. It's so cold tonight. It's oh, it's Friday. It's, uh, I don't know, even, I don't even know what the date is. Uh, 420, no, yeah, 424. And it is uh, 8 something, 845 in the p.m. And you're probably saying, if you listen to last week, you're saying, hey, buddy, uh, you know, you you left us hanging last week. Could you just get right into the story? I said, well, I'm, I'm a little ahead. Of, you know, I'm, I'm under, I'm, I'm not under the weather, but I don't know if I'm myself. Uh, well, that's not meant to be a pun either. Yeah, so a lot of you might remember last week when we left off, I had been visited by Spackle the Elf. He was a, a deciduous forest elf. Pretty sure he still considered himself a deciduous forest elf. I don't know if we discussed that. He had interrupted my night of uh, listening to Eastern European knocks. And not too hard to get you back up to speed because I really uh, hijacked the story from Spackle. It seemed like Spackle, he came via present and he said, Hey, I think he was, I think it was an indirect way of asking for help. He did say he needed my, my help. He had a, he had what he called a meme, which was kind of like a paper tablet, e-ink, but better, pixel vision or whatever the hell you call it, uh, uh, full real-life HD. And he was showing me the strange trends that have been happening in the, the worldwide deciduous forest elf community. Uh, it related to the, they had this huge population drop. But then his presence started appearing with all sorts of what he, what the elves thought were cryptic messages, which to me were calls to action. Uh, well, no, no, more calls uh, for, well, not calls for alertness. There wasn't calls to action because I said, well, you'd really have to make a jump to say, what are we going to do next? And then I said, well, it was a call to alertness. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, it, it brings me right to me and Spack who were having this exact conversation, pretty much where we left off. He said, okay, you got these warnings about your population's dropping in the deciduous forest elves. Uh, most of your messages were, you know, saying, oh, well, like these human beings, they're, uh, 
you know, abusing each other's rights. And there's something about that. They uh, cause an environmental problems. They're, they're a bit selfish, uh, a little bit violent, a little bit, uh, you know, ego, egotistical stuff like that. I think there was some other stuff in there. And Spackle said, I, "I'm sorry, I was thinking about present drops again," which was the other thing going on with me and Spackle was this present drop idea, which was liquefying Christmas presents. No more of a suspension. Christmas presents suspended in a droppable liquid. You know, of course, there's some magic in there because they would be in a small dropper form. In order to save time at Christmas, make things more efficient, maybe give Santa a little breathing room and make me and Spackle, uh, you know, well, I guess I admit it, you know, as like, to have a, it'd be cool to be an inventor of something Santa uses. I mean, can you imagine you're Joe Slay and you're, you're Joe Slay's like great, 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 great grandkid. You're like, oh, yeah, my uncle was Joseph with an F, you know, a German, you know, Eastern European Joseph. Maybe he was in Joseph, Joseph Slay, you know, short, shortened because of some sort of horrible ethnic cleansing that went on, even though my uncle had, you know, invented a sleigh. My people were persecuted and chased out of our home country. But, you know, he was the inventor of the sleigh, uh, you know, that Santa uses, Joseph Sleigh. And I say, well, it's interesting. Your people were slay, slain. And he, and he said, no, no, no. I said, well, you're only the greatest great-great-grandson. And he said, yeah, Joseph Sleigh, the sleigh Santa flies in. Because, you know, on the 23rd, you know, whose house he comes by to take us for a test ride. And I said, well, that's pretty sweet. Uh, this is when I met Joseph Slay. It was at a uh, baseball card convention. He had a table in the men's room. And it was a handwritten sign, you know, you, you get Joseph Slay's great, 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 grandson's autograph. Uh, for I think it was only $5, a guaranteed pass to Nautilus Pass. And I said, what a bar, how come there's no line here? There was a line. At first I said, you guys in line for Mr. Slay? And they said, no, for the urinal. And I said, oh, good, because I, I said, you guys aren't going to get this? And people were laughing at both of us, trying to get him. I said, this is a, anyway, not a, it got, I'm getting sidetracked again. Spackle, you're supposed to keep me on task here. Uh, now, some of you might be jumping in, up and down in your beds, not a, not a good idea, not a bad idea, depending on your bed you have. And if you were already trying to fall asleep or that's what you do. But you may say, why are you telling us a Christmas story in April of uh, of the... I said, this isn't a Christmas story. I'm trying to get through this Christmas stuff so I can get to this. This is the story of a man, a human man. Well, tween, human man tween is what I, you know, that's how you guys know me as. And an elf, a deciduous forest elf, teaming up to uh, right some wrong, well, to try to decipher this strange present, these presents that have been hidden in the deciduous forest community. Uh, but, you know, we also had come up, you know, we also came up with this present idea. You know, when Henry met Ford, you know, I'm sure it wasn't over some, you know, it was a, hey, let's, uh, you know, 
Let's you know talk Dearborn, Michigan to each other because we love it here. It wasn't hey you, you know you hey Henry yeah Ford what do you think should we come up with this Model T or Model F? Uh, you know so me and you know this is when I can't help it that I met this elf and we came up with this idea but there was a big as me and Spack were arguing about a variety of things and trying to focus. He, he seemed like he had, maybe they were trying to get rid of him, these elves, to fix their own problems. Uh, uh, but I said, uh, you know, let's focus on this uh, present drop thing for a minute. And he said, uh, I said, I got to figure out any downsides when we pitch Santa. You know, I say, hey, Santa, I got this idea here, present drops. And he says, okay, I'm, 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 I'm not... Mrs. Claus sending uh, Rudolph or something. No, Santa, how would you like it if you didn't have to go up and down chimneys all day? And he said, well, I work at night. I said, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, You know, you look, I know you travel by some sort of magic up and down. I've seen uh, different movies with takes on it. I'm sure your way isn't. What if you just had a little dropper and dropped the presents down the uh, chimney? Or maybe you got so good we digitize the uh, aiming system. If it's like that Clankett and Elf or whatever, Ratchet and uh, whichever the one that was been on the last couple of Christmases, you know, where you can aim it and drop it down the chimney the whole way. Or I don't know, whatever, you know, it's it's presents. You put them, we're going to suspend a suspension in liquid with the presents. It's suspended in a liquid. Santa, are you with me? Santa, and you say, well, well, the liquid's going to freeze when you drop it from the sleigh in Christmas and night. And what if it's really cold and then the drop picks up speed, damages the house, or God forbid, it was a Christmas sugar, you know, someone's got sugar plums in their head, then they have a present drop in their head. On their head, it turns into a a hobby horse. And I say, well, that's why they gave you the red suit, man. And I say, no, no, worry. We'll uh, mix it with some, uh, you know, non-toxic, partially non-toxic, possibly non-toxic chemical that doesn't freeze, like antifreeze. He said, that's toxic. I said, well, partially not, you know, partially proven proven to be medically, uh, not proven to be medically safe. Not proven to be medically unsafe, just not, you know, just not proven, you know, not proven beyond a reasonable doubt to be a threat to humanity. You know, we're the ones, you know, we've got the North Pole science team, so we could pretty much, you know, say whatever we want. And then he says, he said, yeah, Miss Klaus, give me the naughty list. And I said, well, Santa, I'm just trying to help you out here. Uh, Present drops this Christmas. Last Christmas, the presents will drop when Santa's sleigh drops the presents away. This year, instead of climbing up and down chimneys like you've been doing it for years, you'll drop some fucking presents. Uh, one drop, one present from the sky. You go down the chimney, it's a drop of water, and then watch, don't watch with your eyes. 
because it turns into a present when it gets under the tree. Well, how does it work? I say, I don't know. I got the idea. Let the Christmas elves make it work their magic. So uh, they'll make present drops work. You're looking at me like you're gonna say no. Well, let me tell you, Santa. Present drops must go. Cause I'm gonna drop some presents. And then Spack, Spack was just sitting there because I was pretending Spack was Santa Claus, clearly. And Spack said, I, I, he said, is that the end of the present drops discussion? I said, well, it seems like it. I was like, I don't think Santa would have been, uh, you know, suspending, you know, I don't think he would have halted the present production line for, it's like it has potential. And he, he said, but this is about the life or death of the, Deciduous force of community, the bios, biosphere. I mean, I was still talking, thinking about the present trap. So he said, you know, eco, micro, ecosystem. I don't know. And I said, hey, say, hey, Spacko, what's a repair, repairing, repairing area? R.I.P. and then a bunch of other letters. I like saying that. Uh, or I had another one. What was it? Vernal forest. What's a vernal forest? I, I, I said. I mean, vernal pool. Sorry, I meant vernal pool. That's why I like saying, "Hey, look at these vernal pools." Maybe they hold the secret to unlocking present drops. And then Spackle rolled up his meme, his map, a magical map. He smacked me. You know, boom, hit me in the head with it. He said, "Focus." And I said, okay, well, uh, you know, Spackle, one thing I have the ability to do is change directions quickly and, you know, I go, go like I meander. But I meander, actually, if you're on a meander, it curves, you know, fast and slow if you're on the inside. So let's pretend we're on the inside of a meander. Uh, so I, I was thinking about all these pres- present drops you're having, uh, physical present drops, not the present drops previously discussed. Uh, and saying, okay, well, you know, there's all this stuff going on with Bruce Jenner, right? Spackle, do you guys, you know, Bruce Jenner is, right? And uh, Spackle said, yeah, and said he, he's, he's transitioning into becoming a woman. And I said, are you with me on that? And Spackle said, yeah. And I said, by the way you've been treating me, you seem like you're probably pretty open-minded folks because you haven't really lost your present. Uh, present. I got presents on the brain, Spackle. I'm sorry. But I said, like, you seem open-minded. So let's just accept the fact that Bruce Jenner is transitioning to become a woman. And so this is, a, you could say, huh, this is unfathomable to me because you're not going through it. And we're outsiders. And I say to myself, this reminds me of your situation, Spacko, in some, same, some way, legitimate way. Uh, there's a change in the forest, right? Natural, we would say. Some people might say, oh, it's not natural, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay, let's put aside every judgment and say a change is taking place. For sure, you can't irrefutable that fact, right? Either Bruce Jenner or the for, uh, deciduous forest. Irrefutable things are changing. So we need to just say, okay, let's accept that fact if we can, 
and then say, okay, well, it's kind of unfathomable, you know, if you say, as an outsider, say, well, I don't understand this, this, but I can accept it. Either one makes it a little bit easier to say, okay, well, Rosh one, not our business really, Spackle. Not our, we don't have any control over it. Uh, so we'll just say, we, we wish for the best, we hope for the best from for the Jenner, Jenner family and, uh, you know, media empires that supports and, uh, you know, unrelated media empires that support themselves on it and all that stuff. So we'll say, hey, okay. So, but the deciduous forest elves, now you're a little bit closer to that issue because you're, you guys are going through some transition. Your population, unfortunately, yours is even more serious because your population's plummeted and your population's plummeted. Now you got all these presents with these messages. Who, who do you think's putting a presence around and why? Have you guys have thought, have you thought about that? We, we discuss it, we discuss it a little bit. They, yeah, because they will say, hey, are you guys going to keep blaming the humans or are you going to do something about it? But, you know, and then we're like, well, should you guys bat war war with the humans? Change how you do. And then his uh, meme maps started buzzing, buzzing, buzzing like it was on vibrate. And I said, well, that's a pretty cool sound. I've never heard paper vibrate before. In that manner is soothing. I was like, I wonder if I could get that for Christmas in a drop. And he gave me a look, and I said, uh, he, "I said, well, what's up?" He said, "It's the next big big thing just came in on the meme meme wire." And I said, "What is it?" He said, "Another present was discovered. Uh, you know, in these locations." He brought up the map across world worldwide deciduous forest. Uh, I think it runs in a couple swaths, like we said. Not Equatorial. I don't. Okay, I don't know, because they elves look at their map in a different. I don't know if they have north, south, east, west. They have their own uh, thing. So his map was like uh, wasn't upside down, because I probably could have at least guessed where North and South America were, but it was like offset. Um, what do you call it? If you took a map, you put it upside down, and then you turned it to the right so that the bottom of South America, is that like Tierra del Fuego or uh, or something? If you took that and it was pointed at 3 o'clock, somehow that became indecipherable to me. I said, where, where? But he was showing me. I mean, it was to him it was perfectly normal. He's like, look, at here's the uh, presence here and uh, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, what was in the presence? And he said, it's coming through. And then it came up, and he said, it's a joker. And I said, what do you mean a joker? That that means a lot of things. It was a joker card. And I said, joker's wild. He said, what does that mean? I said, I don't know. It's in my subconscious somewhere. Joker's wild. I I said, I think it was on a game show. That was on the game show network on, like, repeat, you know, I'd seen it before. And I said, it wasn't the same as the one with the whammies. You ever see that one, uh, uh, Spackle? He said, what? I said, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, stop. Bidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidabidab
And he said, well, what the hell would that mean? I said, well, you live in the wild, spackle. And a joker, it could be, you know, a joke. Or it could be, I said, oh. As a matter of fact, I always get confused about those jokers because if you're not using them for wild, what games do you use them for? And I said, it's something to do with the wild. And I said, what I said quick, quick question. Um, why, what did you guys plan before these presents came and started appearing like uh, with humanity? And did you realize there was a problem that your population had dropped? And he said, yeah, but we were kind of feeling powerless about it, and we were all just a little bit scared. And, he said, and I said, wow, man, this is the first. I, I, said, I'm, I said, heart to heart. Uh, and they said, please don't touch my chest. I said, sorry, Spackle, I was just touching our hearts. And he said, would you believe that uh, deciduous forest elves' hearts not in a, that part of our chest? It's in our uh, a little bit higher, uh, more grab." Uh, a little bit higher in our center of our chest and our sternum area. And I said, well, that's not, that's, mm, uh, okay. Anyway, Spackle, uh, I said, uh, so you guys were just stuck. I said, just like, you guys are like human beings. Like, for, you you had paralysis by nine and now, like you said, oh, something bad's happening. Let me just hope that it goes away. I said, I do that. We call it pulling the covers over your head or, say, putting an ostrich in the sand or something like ostrich's head is in the sand. You ever hear heard that one, Spackle? And he said, no. I said, the elves have a saying about, you know, waiting around and hoping things get better when they're only getting worse. And he said, no. And I said, huh. And I said, well, e- even if we don't figure out this whole present mystery, uh, and I, I waited for him to laugh, but uh, he didn't. And I said, uh, I said, you know, what, what, what pitch? What if we could come up with a pitch? You know, because I got pitches on the brain for some reason. And I said, uh, like, kind of like there was this thing going on, like uh, Yelp reviews of fictional places or something like that. I said, what if we did a Yelp review of a Deciduous Forest? If we started a Deciduous Forest, because I don't even think people are aware. Uh, well, I guess they probably are. I mean, I can I, I, I think it means the trees that fall, temperate type stuff. But I said, what if we made people more aware of your plight through, you know, spending a bunch of money marketing or at least pitching? I, what if I pitch you ideas? Do you guys have any money? I was like, you mentioned the Keebler Elves one time. Was that a real thing, or were you messing with me? And then Spackle giggled, and I said, "Oh, you, you know, laughter is a, you know a good way to feel you know less uh, like what the hell is with this elf." Uh, so I said, uh, "Hey, so I said, uh, I said, okay, Yelp review." I said. Uh, uh, let's see, we could, uh, Deciduous Forest, uh, by, uh, Abby B. I said, that way I'll be at the top, because A-B-B, Abby B says, uh, five, five stars, uh, shade in the summer, uh, early autumn, beautiful, uh, fiery leaf colors, uh, winter, uh, trees that look like uh, 
you know, they could be your friends or, you know, something from a Disney movie. Uh, uh, check it out. And Spackle said, how many Yelp reviews have you written? And I said, uh, positive ones. Uh, and he, he said, present drops, one star, frozen, blew up my house, naughty list forever. And I said, oh, Spackle, uh, that, was, that was an efficient one. Deciduous forest, uh, necessary to our survival as humans. Uh, five stars. And then he said, Deciduous Forest, uh, my habitat where I live, and uh, previously, and then he started to cry, uh, unexpectedly for sure, but sensibly like he had his, his population had plummeted. His people were in denial up until these presents started being hidden around there. Uh, communities, the messages in the present were not clear, did not have, a, as I said, an action plan. And, you know, I think it just hit him all at once. He was, uh, he was true. He had come to my house for help. I had wasted his time, I'm, I'm be honest with you, with my ideas. And maybe it all sunk in. So he was crying and uh, as sad, nothing sadder. Other than seeing a Christmas elf cry, uh, nothing sadder than seeing, well, I've seen a kid, you know, kind of sad seeing a deciduous forest elf cry. Strangely, smells a little piney. I said, uh, smells a little piney. Your, 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 your cry's a little pitchy, and I'm not talking about that weeping sound you're making. That is pitchy, too. And I said, did you notice that? I said, you know, have you guys thought about dis uh, distilling that as some sort of essential oil? And then he, he said, he, he actually pulled He said, that's what gives me my youthful glow. And I said, oh, spackle, you know, you're spackled with tears. So I said, all right, spackle, uh, here, here is a... Uh, Unfortunately, this is a used napkin, but it's environmentally friendly because it's, uh, you know, cloth. Uh, wipe your tears away. And I said, we got to make like Paul Pierce. And I said, we got to make like Paul Pierce and Mildred Pierce. And he said, who's that? I said, uh, uh, no, we're going to pretend we're Paul Pierce and Mildred Beers. Mildred Pierce. As a spackle, do you want to be... Uh, my wife, and he said, no. I said, okay, I'll be Mildred, you're Paul. And he said, what are we going to do? I said, well, we're going to go, uh, we're going to test out the, is that a magical present box you came in or not? And he said, he said, no, it was one of the present boxes that the presents were delivered in. We took the, that was the stuff about, uh, uh, I think there's a protest in Germany we took that stuff out. The guys put me in here. And they said, well, how do you guys get around? He said, treat, treat, you know, you going to, and I said, like the gummy bears, that TV show. And he said, more or less, they stole that from us. And they said, so you travel for, through tree, tree root systems. And so he says, you know, magical version. And I said, well, you, get, wait, you never told me you guys were magical. And he said, no, 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 the forest is magical. 
And I said, they, I said, well, we back up. Okay, four stars, five stars. Deciduous forest. The forest is magical. Boom. I said, there's your marketing campaign. And he said, I'm a deciduous forest elf, not a deciduous forest. I said, well, there's your problem, Spackle. You got to stop thinking like that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get a T-shirt right now that says, I'm a deciduous forest elf. Uh, you know, both. It means both. That's why there's a pause. Not on the shirt, but when I said it. And he says, you really have a shirt that says that? And I said, no, but I have a Sharpie and a shirt. And I said, well, you know, I, I thought we were going to dress up as husband and wife. And uh, uh, we were going to, I, I said, well, let's, we, I was thinking we could go start interviewing the people that are potentially going to run for president of the United States. And he said, well, why would you do that? I said, well, I figured we could... Uh, you know, we'll establish some rapport for you guys. First, they'd have to overcome the shock of meeting you. So it'd be like, uh, you know, we'll say something nice about Hillary. And, you know, we'll say, hey, well, you know, I've always liked you. As a matter of fact, you know, Hillary, I don't know if you know this, but I have dreams about every president. And as you, and I had a dream with you and Bill in it. And, uh, and I can't remember, Al Gore was in it too. And I think we were smoking a bowl. You weren't there at that time. And they said, no, no, I need to focus on saying something nice about Hillary. I said, well, Hillary, I've always admired your intelligence, your courage, and just the fact that people are pushing you around and treating you uh, like dirt. And you don't seem like you lash out at all. I really like that and admire it about you the way that people are just been mean to you in the last uh, four or six years. Really mean. Uh, it's got to be exhausting to not, uh, you know, find some. Uh, I, I might, uh, how, what do you think about that, Spackles? That's, that's saying something nice from the heart. And then Spackle said, well, what about the other candidates uh, for all the other parties? And I said, oh, boy, that's going to be hard uh, uh, to repeat. And he said, what? I'm like, uh, I said, uh, and he said, let's come up with a different plan. I don't know if I can say something. If you can't say anything nice, you shouldn't say anything. And I said, okay, Spackle, so we're not going to be husband and wife, you know, dressed as that. So I said, well, probably best because I don't know if the, uh, you guys are an international community. You'd have to be recognized, but people wouldn't buy the elves. Or I was like, you're supposed to be secret anyway, aren't you? And he said more, he goes, it's an unspoken, he goes, unofficial law of the forest elves and elves in general is, yeah, that we don't exist. And then I, was, I had to make the joke. I said, first rule about elf club is there are no elves, but there are. But that's our rule so that you know it's the most important rule is that there's no elf. elf uh, and we couldn't, wouldn't call it elf club if there was no elves. And Spackle, like, pretended he was wearing a watch and looked at it, and that cracked me. I said, you... I said, we're... I said, we should be just... We should just... If we're... We should just be selfish... And try to sell, well, then we wouldn't be, we'd be on the naughty list. And I said, I, he said, you're still thinking about the present drops. And I said, yeah. And I said, all right. I, I said, uh, 
I, I said, we, we, how much do you guys know about humans, uh, Spackle? He said, I don't know. I said, we, we, we got to get going. I said, like, uh, uh, let's climb into some tree stumps and go somewhere. And he said, where? I said, wherever the central, you know, command of the uh, deciduous forest elf community is. And he said, we're decentralized. And I said, well, how do you guys... Uh, I said, well, this is your, you guys can't deal with problem. I said, this problem came up. You guys are all sitting in with your heads in stumps, uh, not dealing with it, uh, you know, blinding to blind to the fact that your population has plummeted precariously. Uh, and now post haste, we're properly prognosing and he said, can you stop with that? I said, okay, okay. But I said, well, how could I get a hold of all the deciduous forest elves? And he said, why? I said, I got an idea. It's, it's a, he says, a crazy idea. And I said, if I said it's not, would you believe me? And he said, uh, he said no. He said, do you think it's a good idea? And I said, well, no, I'm not positive. And he said, okay, well, he's like, I'm more afraid when you're confident than when you're unsure. And he said, I've got, he said, I, I, we'll, we'll send out the, uh, he said, we, we'll, we'll see. He goes, there, there's one thing that'll bring all the deciduous forest elves back in. He's like, we're a very uh, r- rigorous, uh, rigorously educated community. And he goes, the one thing that all the elves vote on is a change in curriculum. So he's like, if there's anything about curriculum, he's like, we have a town, every every elf in the world shows up to this uh, place. And I said, well, tell him that curriculum has changed. Uh, and and he, said, he said, all right, let me, and so he started, he went out in my yard, started tapping on a log, a living, well, a tree, I guess, a living tree. And then I, I, I had just, uh, I'd been working on this Morris Code app, uh, uh, Zach Morse code, I think I was going to call it. I figured that would help with the SEO. But it was just a Morse code app. So I was listening to, because I said, was he tapping in Morse code? So I was listening to him and it said, he said, Wendy Williams has a bad temper. And I said, hmm. And then I went into the June flag of Vlasha. And I said, are you using Morris code? And he said, no, no, this is tree, 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 tree. Uh, he said, no, we got to go. And he pulled, he, he suddenly there was like, he, I don't know, he pulled me into this tree, basically. And I said, by, 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 by the power of cambium, what the hell is it? What in the pistol is going on here? And I said, is that a stamen in my back? Or, and he said, you're not funny. And I said, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm trying hard here. Uh, man, my stamens, that stamen's hard. And he, 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 I said, you're trying not to giggle there. Uh, wait till it pokes you and, and your, uh, your pistol there. Uh, pistol Pete. And we tumbled actually. And I said, I feel a bit, I said, this is, this is fun. And I said, we, I'm going through some, and I said, and then I said, uh, he said, don't sing the Gummy Bear song. And I said, high adventures beyond compare, we're having uh, spackle. And he said, that's not funny. 
And I, I said, I'm not, I said, I'm just r- r- ridiculous. He said, well, what are you going to do? Because when we come out of here, he's, it's going to be a, a, a quarrel, you know, those elves move fast. And I said, don't worry. I, I don't, I don't think I have to do anything which gets you guys together. And, you know, and I had make a couple of speeches, and he said, probably you should quit. You know, you got us together. He goes, and I said, don't worry. And I, we tumbled out into this giant clearing and deciduous. And I said, is there a stump I could stand on? Yeah, we, 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 we this is deciduous. It was a giant clearing. I said, is this a deciduous forest? I hope. And, and Spack, I said, and they, and I said, I'm just going to assume I, I have the floor, forest floor. And I said, thank you. Uh, 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 I need to say ladies and gentlemen and Elvin. And I said, good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is, uh, uh, I said, good evening. My name is a Scooter. I'm here, uh, you know, we, we, we're here with Spackle. And then one of Spackle's friends was, he said, yo, Spackle. And I said, you got it, Spackle, I didn't know you had some fans there, buddy. And I said, I'm so glad to be joining you here today because I know a lot of you are going to be like, where was I when Zane quit? And you'll say, well, that was the day of the big curriculum reboot. And that uh, chitter-chatter said, curriculum reboot. And I said, yeah. I said, that's right. I'm here to talk to you guys about, uh, you know, and a lot of, and somebody raised, said, who's Zane? I said, oh, well, obviously you're not in a, a forest bo- bordering a pop culture area. I, I was like, uh, but why don't you ask one of your neighbors quietly? And if you find out, let me know, because I, I don't know if I'm going to remember today is the day Zane quit. Uh, it's not Z-A-N-E either, so there's a Y in there. Let me know, because I don't know either. Uh, but, you know, these forests, you guys are gathered together here. And you might be saying, is this guy he can barely string together two words and he's rebooting our curriculum? And I'd say, no, 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 my friends. And, yes, I consider you my friends, because I love the deciduous forest. I would write Yelp reviews about it every day until my Yelp account was suspended already, so I couldn't have done it today. And somehow they would know my IP addresses or lawyers, so I couldn't even write. But anyway, if I, if that wasn't the case, I'd be writing Yelp reviews. I might even start a site called Relp where I could just relp, relp, relp about how much I love the deciduous forest. And even though you guys are somewhat secret, you know, you only live in the hearts of children and childlike man-boys like myself that you show up on, you know, looking forward to a relaxing night and uh, saying, well, uh, you know, I'm just going to listen to some Eastern European knocks with my dog. Uh, next thing you know, you're you're working hard with, uh, you know, an elf named Spackle on a reboot of a, an entire educational system of the people of the deciduous forest. 
And I know you guys, yeah, I can hear you starting to carp, as we say in the, uh, uh, you know, Yelp review business that uh, failed, uh, uh, carp on Yelp.com. But, uh, but those of you that have been around for a while will notice how small this is it. I'm here talking about rebooting your entire curriculum. And this is the turnout, folks. Now, if this was a few years ago, we all know that this place would be packed to the to the forest version of the gills. There'd be people lined up. We'd be in a bigger place, maybe. I don't know, because I don't, this is my first time working with y'all. But, you know, it's time for me to speak the truth, you know, or the version, you know, a version of the truth. The things aren't going well for you guys, and things aren't going great for the deciduous forest. And I know a lot of you say, well, it's that your fault, your people's fault, human man. And I'd say, I'd say, hey, you're probably right. And I'd also say, well, how much, what are you, you know, what are you going to do about it? And I don't mean like, let's start a fight right here, right now, because clearly there's more, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't want to fight you guys. I I just wanted to say that, uh, what are you going to do about it? Because we're going to try to, we should try to fix things. Now, I got a funny feeling that the curriculum reboot has already been started because, uh, you know, you've been getting these presents, all right? And the presents have been appearing across the land, the forest, forest lands. And you guys have said, huh, I don't understand why this one is in it. And you probably find one about Bruce Jenner and, 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 and say the most brilliant metaphor made. Uh, this would be the lesson plan. A rubric and most people, I, I don't, I'm not sure what rubric means, but on uh, the most brilliant metaphor made about Bruce Jenner and the deciduous forest elves, uh, a metaphor for metaphor, you know, about change and transition and accepting it in the most organically natural way possible. And the thing is, uh, you might say, well, I don't, you know, I can see you raising your objections, saying, well, you don't have any rights to reboot the uh, Elven curriculum. Well, I think someone else does have the right, an Elf deciduous, for, former deciduous forest Elf, uh, someone they probably say, hey, uh, we, we, who, we, we, we don't believe in any other Elves, uh, do 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 you guys uh, has any has anyone uh, defected from any other elven communities? Uh, there are some hands up and back. Hey, why don't you guys come up to the front here? Let me look you over. How you doing? Uh, anyone uh, defect from the North Pole? Oh, you. Uh, well, you don't look trustworthy. What about you behind there with the? Uh, yeah, you 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 with the uh, yeah with that beard. Uh, you were, you were a Christmas elf? Oh, North Pole elf, is that different? Oh, yeah, terminology, I don't, that's a big word. Okay, well, I got two words for you, present drops. And he'd say, you know, he said, uh, four demerits. And I'd say, no, 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 present drops, like, uh, liquefied pre- Christmas presents. 
And he'd say, 20 demerit. And I'd say, Santa runs a demerit system up there? He said, no, no, no. This is about... And I said, okay, never mind. I should pitch. I said, uh, I said, how many of you guys would like to celebrate Christmas? And then, boom, all the hands went up. And I said, okay, well, that sounds good. And I said, how many of you want to be a part of a beta Christmas program uh, this upcoming year? And they said, beta Christmas. And I said, yeah, you want a Christmas, right? And I said, keep your hands up. I said, uh, if you want an Apple Watch, uh, put your hand down because you're not getting one. And a couple of people started to, and they, it was like they were playing Simon Says or something. And I said, well, I got good news and I got bad news. I, I've decided uh, to talk to Santa about putting you guys on a beta Christmas program for a uh, w- 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 this year you'll be getting presents from, uh, uh, you know, pre, pre, pre-release program, pre, non, anyway, beta testing. Uh, but you know, right now you're all on the naughty list. And I said, so go ahead and put your hands down. And they said, what? We're on the naughty list. Who the hell? You know, they started looking back and forth and, uh, I said, okay, now how many of you would like to try to get off the naughty list if it was all possible? And they raised their, they raised their hands. And I said, what if it was probable? And then the rest of them raised their hand. I said, well, yeah. I said, I'm having deja vu inside of deja vu. I'm not kidding right now. And then they kind of looked back. I said, anyway, I got a way to get you all in the beta you know, non, you know, unofficial present drop, Christmas 2015 beta tester list for Christmas, you know, joy, uh, the good list. And I said, and who wants to be, uh, and they all said, and I said, well, who wants to, like, uh, you know, accept the truth that your uh, your population's plummeting? And they said, well, and then they weren't so sure. And I said, well, geez, like, do you think about that? You'd rather be a part of an unknown beta Christmas testing program for present drops, uh, future Christmas product, than, you know, save the future of the deciduous forest cells? Why do you think that is? Naughty list is what I think it is. And they said, well, what? And I said, you have someone in your community, probably listening in right now, probably hiding presence right now, uh, trying to make you aware of, uh, of the fact that you, 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 what you've been doing is not only unsustainable, it's quickly uh, becoming not sustainable at all for your people. Uh, so, so how would we possibly sustain a beta? How could, you know, with how could we tell Santa you're a sustainable Christmas community of people on the good list if you can't, you know, we we need a new curriculum starting right now, curriculum of forest first, of uh, truth first, and a, a thing to say, hey, there's a lot of change going on in this forest. And we don't like it. We, we, we say, hey, we don't like the fact that the rivers are dried up. You know, who doesn't like that? And I said, don't worry, you can participate. No, I won't put you on the naughty or the night. Well, maybe the nice list. 
And then they said, no, no, we don't like it. And I said, who doesn't like the fact that hibernation's been thrown off? And they said, well, I don't like it. Who, who's scared about the fact that the, it's hot or cold? Or you say, what the hell is this weather? And then they were kind of, and I said, well, yeah. And I said, yeah. And who's had it up to here with, uh, you know, saying, well, what the heck? I said, sometimes change comes, and you and you say, I don't know if I like this, understand it, or want it. And sometimes the change has already happened, and it's thrust upon you. Or sometimes it's slowly changed, and then you only realize things changed because of some of the negative consequences of the change, how they affected you. But then you realize, whoa, my safety is at stake or my future is at stake. How many how many think I'm being too serious? And they say, good. And I said, well, good, because I, I am not the one that's going to do anything about it. you got someone trying to help you, clearly in your community, and you need to accept that help, okay? You just need to accept it. Someone is hiding presence, a present hider, and I know who she is. I know she's probably listening right now, and I'm proud of her. I'll be honest with you. No reason not to be. I'm very proud of her, that she's returned to her community, that kind of turned its back on her. And she's saying, hey, guys, let's get our act together, okay? Let's stop messing around. Let's stop uh, saying, oh, there's no change. You know, we humans have this thing called Earth Day where we say once a year I'm going to buy something recyclable or flush. Maybe I won't flush the toilet. Well, that's my... Some people, they flush their toilet more than me, but, you know. So, are you guys as confused as I think you are? And then they say, I said, it's okay to be confused. It's confusing. Change like this is confusing. Your force is changing in a way that some of you are like, well, either I don't want to accept this or it's not natural. Well, it, well I'll tell you what, it's, it's taking place no matter what you think about it. And you got to accept the person, the leader, uh, in your community. Her name's Orange Lux, by the way, all you. You might have forgotten about her. I see some of you teachers in back growling. You guys are the elders or whatever. It's time to change, and it's time to accept the change. And then you might say to yourself, who is this guy giving us a speech? I say, well, I'm the guy that's going to make a beta Christmas program possible if you stay on the good list. And the way you do it is by doing your best to deal with the change the best you can. That's all you can do. That's all I can ask for you to be on the bait. Now, we might ask more to be on the actual official launch of uh, Presence Drops 2.0, maybe. Uh, present Drops in the cloud, cloud version, cloud, cloud drops, cloud, present drops, cloud, something. So that'll be, so this Christmas, you know, uh, this Christmas, the presents will drop. The deciduous elves will say, holy, presents are dropping, and we've never had a Christmas. But I'll come, don't worry, I'll come and tell you guys how to do it. You have plenty of time, it's not till December. I can see the ones you didn't know. You didn't even know what Christmas was, you just knew it was exciting. And I want to tell you guys one more thing. Yes, but another special elf here, Spackle. He's going to be helping me with this beta program, right, Spackle? And helping me bring Christmas to you. But only if you guys bring 
deciduous forest stayed every day in the forest. How's that sound? Oh, okay. It's, it's, you guys don't have to react. So I'm proud to be here on behalf of the human community. We don't want a war with you guys because you're, and most people think you're imaginary. You're smaller than us, and you're not warlike. So those are good reasons not to go to war with us because we're crazy, really crazy. I mean, I listen to Knox. That's my hobby. Yeah, Knox. Uh, so, you know, uh, just listen to Orange Lux. She's, gonna, she's taking care of everything, I think, or this could be an imagination uh, problem, but we'll readdress it, uh, you know, next time. I'll be watching you guys. Uh, I see you. I got to figure out a way to see if you are sleeping and knowing if you elves are awake. I'll know if your uh, uh, curriculum has been changed for the forest's good sake. Oh, you better not pout. Uh, you better help make a clear sky. Yeah, some wow, shout, wow, present drops are coming this time. So that's it for Stelves. Thank you. And just get some rest, get a good night's sleep because Orange Relax is on it. You guys are going to be fine. You have a wonderful leader. Just listen to her. You know, say nice things about her. Say, Orange Relax, you were so brave. Uh, to leave, you know, we shamed you. You left the community with all our young people. Maybe your pre- wow, maybe, guys. Maybe your population didn't drop. Maybe all the young people just left you because you guys are so backwards thinking. But I don't know. This is say, well, this is a very good. You're not. You didn't really help us. Yeah, uh, Orange Lux is helping you. I'm working on your Christmas beta program, Big Mouth Naughty List. So get a good night's sleep, elves. And I'll see you soon.